Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. And welcome to this week's edition of the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great estate plans. My name is Tim Seckler. I am a certified elder law attorney and the owner of the Seckler Law Firm. And uh, at our firm, we are an education-first law firm. I want you to know the things that you're doing. I want you to understand the tools that you're using and how to do an effective estate plan to protect your family, your finances, uh, and, uh, and, and do this thing right. You know, so many times... Estates get messed up, and, and there's a number of reasons that an estate can get messed up. And, and for whatever the reason, you know, I always think it's a tragedy because in my mind, the way that we do this, the way that we live our lives, we're all trying to, you know, save some money, maybe raise some kids, uh, maybe leave a legacy. Maybe we have some charitable intentions. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's always um, a, a sad situation when when it's a mess at the end, either we lost uh, money to long-term care expenses. We lost money to taxes. We lost money to uh, probate costs. We lost money to kids fighting over it all the time. And so what uh, what I like to do is educate people on their options so that they understand what tools they need and how to use them so that we can protect your family, protect your finances, and protect, you know, that, that last chapter of your life. Um, so many people, you know, I mean, how many times in, in conversations it comes up when and somebody has passed away and, oh, boy, um, you know, it's a mess. He, he left her with nothing or, um, you know, the kids don't know what they're doing. And, you know, I was doing one of our workshops the other night, and a lady shared that um, she is currently the trustee on her brother's estate, and he never told her. He never educated her. He never told her what was going to be expected of her. She didn't even know that this was going to be her job. And then he passes away, and all of a sudden now she's thrust into this situation. She has no clue what she's doing. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's just a mess. And so, you know, from my standpoint, after more than a decade of, of writing estate plans for families, there's really four criteria for a uh, uh, successful estate plan. The first is it honors your life, right? This isn't just about money. Yes, we, we have to deal with the money, but it's not just about the money. We also have to deal with um, your story, the, you know, the pictures on your phone. You, you've lived this whole long life, uh, and, and, you know, a lot of the time you're the only one that knows a lot of these stories. But your family is going to be curious about these stories, you know, in the same in the same vein that um, Ancestry.com, for example, is is an enormous business because people are curious about their ancestors. And I don't think it's that big of a stretch that people might be curious about us, like our, our descendants will be curious about us. I was watching TV the other day and they had this lady on there um, and it was one of these things where like they reveal her uh, – her lineage. And I, I've seen the show before. I'm not sure what it's called. They had Tim McGraw on there once. Um, and they had this lady on there the other day, and she found out on, on camera that her family, one of her descendants was was on the Mayflower when it came over from Europe. And, and you know, it's, it's, it, it is a curiosity. We, we want to know our background. We want to know our story. Uh, and they're going to want to know it too. So go ahead and tell them. So it, it honors your life. That's criteria number one. Two, it secures your resources. I've done lots and lots of episodes on how to protect your money from things like taxes and long-term care expenses. You can find those on our YouTube channel. You can find those on our podcast, um, on my website. There's there's all types of resources that we've created uh, teaching you just how to use trusts to protect assets from long-term care expenses and the like. Um, so one, again, it honors your life. Two, it protects your resources. Third, which is what we're going to talk about today, 
is it sets your family up for success. It sets your kids up for success if you have kids. And then the fourth is it works today and tomorrow. Those are, those are my four criteria for uh, an effective estate plan. So what I want to talk about today is how do we set your kids up for success, right? So if you don't have kids, whoever this is for you, nieces, nephews, friends, neighbors, but really what, what we're chatting about is how, you know, at some point in time I, I recognize that I'm probably going to have some health care issues. Um, I am planning to have Alzheimer's disease because three of my four grandparents had Alzheimer's disease. The other one died young. I don't like my odds. So I'm planning to have the dementia. Boy, I hope there's some medical breakthroughs between then and now, but it's not going to catch me blindsided. Um, and and so I'm going to need someone else to help me make decisions at some point in time. And if we need somebody to help make our decisions, then how do we make sure that they do it well? And so the first point I want to make is is that you have to give them the right tools for the job, okay? Not having an estate plan is not a plan, okay? It is a plan to fail. You are not invincible. Um, you are not a superhero. You will get sick. Or you will pass away. It's just going to happen. And so we may as well go into that difficult situation with a plan that requires some documents. You know, I tell people, you know, they come to the workshop if they decide not to, to move forward. One of my jokes with them is, oh, okay, you, you're a superhero. You know, we, we're going to put this on the back burner and cross our fingers and pretend like the, um, you know, there's no chance that we're going to get disabled or, or pass away in the next 10 years. Right? We're going to put this back on the back burner for 10 years. Um, and, you know, people laugh and, and whatnot. But it's true. If you're not planning, you're planning to fail. The system is not set up for you. You've got to plan around the, the speed bumps in the road, the twists and the turns. And, and so you've got to do some uh, some planning. So what do the right tools look like? In my opinion, we need to do some trust work because we don't want the government involved in our life. And to the extent we can keep it private, let's keep it private. Um, trust can, can work to protect assets from things like long-term care expenses. Again, plenty of content I put out on that. And, and you can learn all about that by coming to uh, one of our upcoming estate planning workshops where we teach you how to use trusts to protect your resources. Um, but I want to I sort of lean in on a document that's a simple document, but it's necessary. We call it the power of attorney. Now, the power of attorney document, you probably know this already, but let me just give you a brief background. It's a document that says, when I'm incapacitated, this is the person called my agent who's allowed to make legal and financial decisions on my behalf, okay? So in, in common parlance, we just call the kid my power of attorney, but in reality, he's your agent under power of attorney. Regardless, this is the person making the decisions, all right? So the way the document sets up is there's a notice on the front that we have to sign to make it legit, and then I'm Tim, I name my kid to be my legal and financial decision maker, and then here's all the things that he's allowed to do or she's allowed to do. Um, and... One of the things that needs to be in there, my opinion, if you've got elder law concerns, and again, look, this show is for your education and information. This isn't advice, but but um, if you'd like advice, be happy to give it to you. You need to come to one of our workshops. But <clears throat> the power of attorney documents that we review that a lot of lawyers or, or online doc preparation services do, they don't have enough muscle to them. And so it's a common situation in our office where um, the adult children are come in. They're the power of attorney for dad who is now in a nursing home, for example. Well, if dad's in a nursing home, um, we had better be able to uh, move some money if we want to protect it, right? Because I'm sure it wasn't in dad's plan that he wanted to lose everything he worked for to a nursing home. And so we need to be able to move that money. We could put it in the trust. We might be able to put it in mom's name or the kids' names, and in doing so, protect the money. But 
we can't do that if the power of attorney document does not authorize giving the money away. It's got to say my agent can give gifts. And my agent, in my opinion, a lot of these times, we need to be able to give unlimited gifts because there, there are situations that occur where even after someone is in a nursing home, we're able to protect money for them. We're able to protect the house. But let's say that the house, for example, is a two, $300,000 home, and we're trying to protect it from long-term care expenses. Great. Well, that almost certainly means we've got to get it out of the sick person's name. We've got to put it in the kid's names, or we've got to put it in a trust or mom's name. But I can't move the house out of dad's name if the power of attorney does not authorize doing gifts. Okay, so simple little thing, but um, if you have done a power of attorney in your past, I suggest if it wasn't done by an elder law attorney, you have that thing looked at by us because we want to make sure that we have the muscle that we need in order to protect uh, your resources. Okay, so tip number one for setting your kids up for success is give them the right tools for the job, not the simplest, not the easiest, but the right tools for the job so that when life gets complicated, they've got the tools that can handle it. The second is you need to teach them the job. Um, What do I mean by that? Well, you know, you could hand me Mike Tomlin's playbook. That doesn't make me a football coach. I can read the thing. I can tell the guy to run over there. But that doesn't mean I truly understand the game the way that a coach should, right? So why are we going to pretend that we could give our kids a will uh, and that makes them an executor? Or we could give a kids a trust and that makes them a trustee. They don't know what that means. Just as simple as as like the one I I was explaining a minute ago, the lady that was in my workshop the other night. She says, I'm my brother's trustee. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And and so we – Regardless of the document, we need to educate the kids. So the way that we do it at the Seckler Law Firm is if if you engage our law firm for services, we have an ongoing support and membership program called our Red Wagon Club where we, a couple of times a year, invite the kids of our clients to join us for a Zoom webinar where we teach them what is going to be expected of them. This is what this document does. This is what that document does. This is what your role in this thing is. And so then that way, two things happen. One, we're giving them some education. We're giving them some resources. And two, we're starting to form a relationship because I've got a relationship with mom and dad. But if mom or dad has the stroke this week, I need to start having a conversation with that kid. And it's it, it, it's just better if we've already taught them a few things and if they already trust us because otherwise they're, they're turning to the yellow pages or more likely Google just trying to find anybody and everybody. And, and you know – it just it, it doesn't work as well that way. And so, um, one, you got to give them the right tools for the job, but then you got to teach them the job. And I believe a successful estate plan involves your lawyer teaching your kids what this is ultimately going to mean for them and how they're going to do it. Um, and to that end, you know, a lot of, one of the things that we like to do for our, our clients' kids is uh, we, we teach our clients about. Um, a type of, of distribution where we give the kids their inheritance in a trust so that when they receive an inheritance, that money is safe from the child's uh, potential future divorce issue, creditor issue, lawsuit issue. The, you know, the, My daughter can receive an inheritance in a trust that would protect her from her potential future divorce. And we teach them that, right? We, we do that with our clients. The clients set up the plan that way. Then we teach the kids, hey, listen, when you receive an inheritance, this is what it's going to look like. This is why mom or dad did this. And you're going to receive this inheritance in a way that you're never going to lose it. And, you know, but, and then they get it. 
they understand it and it just makes a lot of sense um so you know these are the types of things that we like to work with our clients on um and if you just tuned in you're listening to the life and legacy show sponsored by the Seckler law firm my name is tim Seckler. I own the Seckler Law Firm. We're located in Cranberry Township, but we do work sort of all across the region here. Um, and I would encourage you, if the things I'm talking about sound interesting, they sound to you like the way to do this stuff, you should come to one of our upcoming estate planning and elder law workshops where we will teach you all about the tools and trusts. We will teach you about the, the power of attorney. We'll teach you about the wills. We'll teach you about long-term care and taxes. We teach you all of this stuff because I'm always of the opinion that well-informed people will make good decisions. And that's why I do this radio show. I'm, I'm on here giving the things away that other attorneys are charging for because I'm of the opinion if I give you the good information, you'll make the right decisions to take care of your family. And maybe, just maybe, you like the way that we do business around here, which results in doing education up front before you make a decision, you understand the decision, and a long-term relationship. You are not a transaction at my law firm. We're going to get to know you. You're, we're going to we're going to provide you with content each and every year. We're going to take you to events each and every year. And it's going to be an ongoing relationship. And it's my opinion, we're a bit unique in the legal community in that we call our clients members. You are a member here, and we're here to look after you. Um, and, and that's the way that we that we do things. So um, want to learn more about working with the law firm, go to secularlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com. Where you will find uh, the, all types of information, all these episodes are on there and, and blog articles and videos. But what I want you to look for is um, the, um, the sign-up page for one of our free upcoming Three Secrets workshops, Three Secrets to Protect Your Family and Finances. We're doing them around the North Hills uh, primarily. Uh, it's a really good talk. You're going to learn a lot, and uh, I think you'll find it uh, to be well worth uh, the hour or two you'll have invested in it. So check that out. Okay, now back to some tips. Setting our kids up for success. Number one was give them the right tools. Number two was teach them how to use the tools. Number three is no joints. What do I mean by that? No joint agents, no joint executors, no joint trustees. This is just a thing that is my opinion more than anything. You can certainly name more than one person to be your financial and legal decision maker. You can name joint agents or joint executors. Um, I don't love it. We do it. If you want to do it, we do it. Um, I, I typically will give you a bit of a warning, though, in that the reason we typically say no joints is because one of the reasons that family members or that our clients want to name two kids as a joint power of attorney is because they only have two kids, and they're concerned about offending one of them. Well, okay. So we don't want to offend one of them because then that might not keep our family peaceful and cooperative. But I can tell you, based on what I see, is joint agents are hardly ever peaceful and cooperative. Um, rather than rather than picking a winner once, you're going to be the kid. You're going to have them fighting over being winners and losers for the rest of the time that they're involved, right? And I don't think we should sell the house. I think we should sell the house. Well, you can't sell it without my signature. Well, ba 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 ba. And and oftentimes there's just too many cooks in the kitchen. And I'm of the opinion now to consider just one and then a successor. Uh, that said. When families are really adamant that they want two people, you can do that. Um, the fourth tip, so number one, give them the right tools. Number two, teach them to use the tools. Number three, no joint agents. Number four, no BOS. So a BOS um, is a term that attorneys and financial advisors use when clients come through the door. Um, and it is typically a situation where maybe mom or dad got sick or mom or dad passed away. 
and the kids really don't understand mom or dad's plan. I don't even know if mom or dad have a plan. And so what they do is they go over to mom or dad's house with a couple of giant eagle bags or maybe a shoebox, and they start throwing every piece of documentation they can find into a box or a bag, right? Um, statements from 10 years ago, tax returns, investment statements, um, life insurance policies. And all this goes into the giant eagle bag, and then they come into our office, and we call that the bag of stuff, the BOS, the BOS. So no BOS. So how do we, how do we prevent the BOS? Um, well, listen, my opinion, you need to clue your kids in on what your financial snapshot looks like. Put your assets on a sheet of paper. Put your assets on an Excel sheet. If you trust your children, there's no reason to keep the financial secrets from their children. They're not 12 anymore. If you have adult children, let them know what you got. Or at least put it somewhere so that when you get sick or pass away, it is well organized and we can find it quickly. And we don't have to guess. I've been involved in estates where we know mom had a checking account because of XYZ bill was still being paid. But we don't know what bank it's at. We don't have a checkbook. We don't have an account number. And then we, we're having to call every bank in the county and send them letters and send them death certificates just trying to fish out where this checking account is because mom sh threw everything away as soon as it came in the mail, and we don't know what she had. And so, listen, set your kids up for success by informing them about your stuff, your assets. Tell them about your funeral desires. Tell them about your end-of-life decisions. Don't make them guess. Let them be organized, you be organized, and give your kids the gift of not having months and months of stressful administration because you couldn't get your stuff together. No BOSs. No BOSs. Let's get it organized. So that's the fourth tip. Um, and then the fifth tip, the final tip, is start the relationships earlier. This is related to the, the no BOS uh, education uh, part of it, is, is if you have a financial advisor – Introduce that financial advisor to your children. If you have an estate planning or elder law attorney, we'd like to meet your children. Um, if not in person on a phone call, if not on a phone call on one of our Zoom meetings where we, um, we teach them their job. But write down the names and the numbers at a minimum. Write down the names and the numbers of the advisors you trust. If you have an accountant, write down the person's name. If you have an attorney, Write down the person's name. Don't make your kids guess if you trust the people who gave you advice. If you trust me, if I've done your estate plan and you had a good experience and you trust me to give you good advice, you should tell your kids, hey, here's a guy you can count on. If something happens to me, you may not understand everything in this document, but these guys do. Give them a call. They're going to take good care of you. Okay. So you want to start the relationship of your adult children with your advisors, your financial advisors, your bankers, your accountants, your life insurance, your homeowners, your attorney, whoever it is that gives you advice on these important matters, you want your kids to know who they are. And best, you want your kids to, uh, to have met them before um, so that they can start that relationship off on, uh, off on the right track. Okay, so there's five tips for how to set your kids up for success. So remember, there's four criteria to a successful estate plan. One is it honors your life. Two is it protects your resources. Three is it sets your kids up for success. And then fourth, 
the deal the the estate plan works today and it works tomorrow. So the way we like to work with our clients here at the Secular Law Firm is we have an ongoing membership program. Um, it includes document revisions. If the law changes, we let you know. Uh, if your world changes, you let us know. If that means we need to change some documents around, fine. Um, and the way I've started thinking about this is when our clients come uh, and, appreci- and approach us, um, you know, most law firms, the way that it works is they um, will get to know your needs and then they'll try to prescribe uh, a document to fit those needs, right? Oh, okay, so this is your goal. Here's your tool, right? Um, or or another thing that they'll do is they'll give you a couple of options. You know, this is the way I was always trained to do it is here's A, here's B, here's C. You decide which one it is. And let's say you choose right. You say, oh, you know what, I, I don't have A needs. I, have, I don't uh, – maybe in the future I have C needs. But right now B feels right. And so then you buy the B plan, right? With the understanding that you buy the B plan when you're 65 years old or whatever it is, um, but is the B plan still the thing that you need when you're 75 years old, or are you going to be back in here purchasing some new document? And so, what we like to do with our clients is just give them all the documents. You know, it's not a conversation about this trust versus that trust versus this or versus that. Just come in. I'm going to give you all the tools you need. Um, because it, you know, it, it's a futile conversation to debate which one we need today when, you know, the reality is you're probably not going to die today. You're probably going to get sick or pass away a decade from now or two decades from now or three decades from now. And so why don't we, why don't you, we give you the tools that you could need when that happens rather than make you come back in a dozen times. Uh, and so we like to work with our clients, give them a comprehensive plan. Sometimes we don't even use the tools right now, but it's, it's there for you. Um, you've created it. And, and we do it extremely reasonably priced, um, and, and it just works uh, because we do the education first. We, we explain all this to you up front, and that, that has allowed us to do this in a way that other law firms can't, um, and, and we do it extremely reasonably priced. So if you're interested in learning more about that uh, and how we operate, you should check out one of our Three Secrets workshops, secularlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, lawfirm.com where you're going to find tons and tons and tons and tons of resources, articles. I think there's over 100 articles. I've done well over 100 of these uh, podcasts at this point in time, the radio show. Um, And you can get access to all of that information. And if you would sit down and actually digest a lot of the information we've put out over the years, you're going to realize that, um, that it's all there. I'm not hiding the ball at all. Everything you need to know to make good decisions is in this is in the content we put out. Of course, you're not going to do it on your own. You need somebody to to create the documents and, and give you the advice. But um, that's just the way that we do business. We give it to you up front. We teach you about it up front. Uh, and and I think that that's that's the way to go. Why hide the ball? Just explain to them what it is and earn their trust. And once you earn their trust, they're going to do business with you. And and that to me is just the way to do it. So uh, I would love the opportunity to win your business. The way to, to way to start to do that is to come to one of our upcoming uh, estate plan workshops. So at the workshop, we do a couple of things. We uh, we teach you. Well, one, it's it's called the three secrets. I'll just give you the three secrets right now. And but you know, without a context. Um, it's not going to mean much, but secret number one is you need the right tool for the job. Secret number two is it's not just about death and taxes. And secret number three is um, most estate plans fail. So why do they fail? Well, they fail because they fail one of the four criteria, the four criteria for a successful estate plan. It honors your life and legacy. Two, it protects your resources. Three, it sets your kids up for success. And four, it works today 
and tomorrow, we're not going to have to redo this thing a dozen times in our retirement years. Um, and any one of those fail, then the estate plan fails because we're going to either have to do it again or the kids aren't going to know their job or we're going to have lost it all to the nursing home or the, our grandkids aren't even going to know our names. Our great-grandkids aren't even going to know our names because we didn't do legacy protection. Right? And so to me, that is all a failure. It's often the case, you know, back to that one about protecting the legacy. When I, here's a, here's a, a little quiz for you. So just stop what you're doing and think about this for a second. Can you give me, right now, if I were standing there in the kitchen with you or if I were riding in the car with you, can you give me the first name of all eight of your great-grandparents? Just the first name. Can you rattle off all eight of your great-grandparents' first names? Um, I have asked this question to hundreds of people, and I can count on one hand the amount of people who are able to do it. And those people happen to be very into genealogy, right? So odds are you're sitting there saying, nope, I could name three, I could name four, but there's no chance you're naming all eight of your great-grandparents. And what a tragedy that is. Right? We live these lives we protect, you know, we, we build nest eggs, we raise kids, we, we do our best to leave our mark on a planet. Um, a lot of that is by the morals and values that we leave the next generation. It's about the financial resources we leave the next generation. Um, and after all of that, it could be 85 years on this planet, after all of that, most of the time, your great-grandchildren won't even know your first name. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy to think about. And so then what do you do about it? Well, in my mind, you should tell some stories for the first time in our lives. We're all walking around with these cell phones in our pocket that have video capabilities and the videos that they're going to record are going to continue to work for decades and decades and hundreds of years. And so tell the stories, people. There's my last tip of the day. I hope you have found this, uh, this episode educational. I hope you found it interesting. If we can help you, reach out to us at secularlawfirm.com. Remember, don't make any legal decisions based on this or any other radio show. If you need help, we'd be happy to help you. Go to secularlawfirm.com. We'll see you next week. This has been the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Secular Law Firm, where great families make great plans. Secularlawfirm.com or call 724-841-1393.